My name is Mike Lawson and the company I work for is CU Broadcast. And what do I do? I interview people for a living and I absolutely love it. You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. What a treat. Today, Taylor Murray interviews Mike Lawson. That's right, the Mike Lawson. You probably know him from his work at CU Broadcast. He's the interviewer, but today he's the interviewee as we get to learn more about this credit union rock star and what he contributes to the credit union industry. Stay tuned to this episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. And so now we're here. You've done this now for 12 years with CU Broadcast. Yep. About right, give or take. Yep. And for those that don't, I guess this is my plug to those even that are listening that aren't familiar with CU Broadcast. There's a, it's a massive collection, not just of informative videos or interviews and just online just conversations. I think it's really clever how you've put that together because there's nothing oh, out you. there like that. So A, kudos, you've done it for 12 years. Do you know how many are on there? Man, you have a lot of videos. Yeah, somebody asked me, so I decided to go count one day, and uh, it's over five thousand five hundred videos we've done wow. over the last twelve years. Yeah, <laughs> I really fell on my chair too. Unions. What's that? You have more videos than credit unions that are left, unfortunately. Oh yeah, wow! I didn't think of that either. Yeah, so yeah, we've done quite a few. There's a lot of content out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that, that hard drive, I'm sure, is backed up. Yeah, a little. Oh, yeah. We have, I have multiple external hard drives all stacked in a closet with all the videos and stuff. Yeah, we got a lot. Got a lot out there, but it's so much fun. I don't even, I try not to think about the numbers and just do one interview at a time and focus on one guest at a time and just have fun with it and, and try to get some, try to be the messenger and get some great, valuable information out there that people can use in a practical sense. And you've told me that, but maybe it's helpful for the others of why you started that. Of why you why you started CU Broadcast? Yeah, um, well, I'm always a, been a journalist at heart, and uh, again, I have a broadcast journalism degree from San Diego State University, and always wanted to put that to work. And uh, and then I I kind of put my scimitar experience together, the marketing part of it, and I have you know I've written for a number of local publications here in San Diego and had that background and worked for a radio TV network as well as one of my first jobs out of college. So that was really exciting. But um, fast forward, you know, putting my, you know, all my marketing sense together and and still relying on my journalism uh, skills and stuff. I, I found that there wasn't much in the video department in the industry. Nobody was really doing, there was a few people doing, you know, video from time to time, but nobody was really doing it in a journalistic sense. And so I kind of stumbled upon this app that worked with Skype that made this kind of the, the split screen format that you see on all the Zoom calls now. And this is, again, this is back in, I first started researching it back in 2008, 2009. And uh, so, and I tested it and tested it with family and friends. And finally I said, you know what, let's, let's try this and see if it works, you know? So I just... I just got together, got a few friends together in the industry and said, Hey, do you want to, I'm starting this new show 
and it's video based and it's online. So I don't have to like fly to your town and invade your office with cameras and lights and mics and things like that, where you can sit in your office and I can sit in my office, wherever that is on planet earth. And we can do an interview that's 10 minutes and then you're done and you're off and you're, you know, off to the rest of your day. And they were like, okay, sure. So we tried it and it worked. And, but uh, the, the one challenge at that time, back in 2009, 2010, the, uh, the bandwidth, <laughs> the online bandwidth wasn't quite what it is today. So I would say probably 50% of our calls worked at the time. Many of them dropped off in the middle or got mangled or pixelated or whatever terminology you want to use. So, so that was a challenge in the beginning. But as we know today, that that's usually not uh, not an issue. So yeah, so we've gotten over that hurdle. And uh, yeah, so yeah, so just uh, just kind of, I think the basic question is like, let's try this and see if it works. And you know, here we are, twelve years later. Yeah, clearly it's stuck. And yeah, way to power through some of the old technology to oh my we have today. Yeah. I'm sure there were some funny stories, but oh. maybe I'll, I'll turn to guests. I mean, 5,500 interviews and there could be multiple people on there or yeah. videos. Most memorable guest. Is there one that stands out? Well, I would say, well, gosh, and it why? just came to my mind. Well, there's a, it's kind of like picking your favorite child. <laughs> it's kind of really None, impossible. Right? But so what's that? Neither of them. <laughs> well, kids, there's some kids. that come to mind that kind of stand out. Like Bill Cheney, when he was, when he was uh, head of Q, when he was running CUNA there for a while, just in the patients department early on, I interviewed him and the call kept dropping. This is, you know, back when I first started and the technology wasn't, or the bandwidth wasn't that great. So we probably had to reconnect probably half a dozen times just to get a 15 minute interview done and God bless him. Oh my gosh. He has the patience of a saint and to know his position in the industry. And uh, we finally got the interview done and he was just as gracious as ever, even on the sixth take <laughs> as it was on the first or the second. So that's one that stood out. One that really kind of stood out for me early on was, was Fred Becker. Uh, he was the former president and CEO of NAFQ before Dan Berger. And, uh, and for years when I was, when I was at Scimitar, I would, we would all read the industry publications and, and you would have all these, uh, you know, very powerful people being quoted in these stories and stuff. And Fred Becker was one of them. And I always got the impression that he was, you know, kind of a, a very serious guy. Obviously he took his job seriously. And, but I thought, you know, gosh, he just seems like a really kind of a hard nosed kind of serious guy. So when I started CU Broadcast, one of my goals was to get him on the show. Because one of my goals with CU Broadcast was not only to deliver these great messages to the industry, but to also capture the personalities of the people that would come on. So so I had finally got Fred on the show and I was really, really nervous. So I went, oh my gosh, this guy is going to eat me alive. <laughs> so, but oh my gosh, you know, two questions in, he became, we became like best friends. He was like the nicest, funniest guy you could ever meet. And we just became fast friends. And, and I thought to myself, this is the, that's the beauty of doing kind of like a video or even an audio type of interview that you just never know how people are until you get them on the show. And and it was just really cool that discovery, and I've, and that's happened a number of times where I've been really nervous about having somebody coming on the show, and they completely surprise me, and they turn out to be a blast 
total fun, just total gracious and you know, outgoing and great message, all that good stuff. And just humble and all that. Yeah. All the, all the, all those buzzwords and stuff. So yeah, that's the, that's the beauty of the show that I think as well is that you kind of never know what you're going to get until they come on and like, Oh my gosh, what a great surprise. This is awesome. So yeah. So Fred really stands out a lot. So, so I've always remembered that. It, that I think even for myself that resonates because I almost assume there's a persona of someone out there, whether you've seen or read or interacted from a distance. And there's a couple out there that not to your scale, but you know, you just don't realize it. They put their pants on or dress on, right? One arm, one leg at a time. And we're all real people, right? And that's the beauty. And that's what the thing that we discovered, you know, during the pandemic when we all had to do the zoom calls is that, Oh my gosh, we're all human. We all have homes and we all have, you know, things that happen in the background with pets or kids or something like that. We're, we all kind of have the same type of things going on. You know, sometimes there's pandemonium going on in the background, you know? So that's the, that's kind of the beauty of the video that I, that I captured. And that's what I love about it. It makes us all human. The transparency, I think too, that we're real people. Let's just not put these masks on all too often. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. Do you have any pet peeves of, of, I, I, not just for in general, right. Pet peeves for like interviews. It's like this. Well, especially, well on video, I think when you're talking about what I do for a living is one of my pet peeves is not being authentic. So, and what I mean by that is reading from a script or having some sort of prepared response. I mean, the people that I talk to are very smart. They're very bright. They're very good at what they do. And so share that, share your expertise and very, I mean, 99.9% of the time, that's what people do when they come on the show is that they are very, they show their talent and they show their skill set, and it's awesome to see, and it comes shining through. And that's, that to me is very authentic, but then there's that 0.001% where people come on and they just, it's a script and it's just. It's yeah, I just, it's, this is the, I just say, this is your time to shine, you know, and, and come out and be yourself and be authentic. We're all flawed. We all, we all mess up. We all goof up. I goof up on a daily basis on an hourly basis. And, uh, but that's, but that's again, being human, that's being authentic. And that's what people really enjoy is seeing that human side to us. And so, yeah, so that's kind of the thing. And so, yeah, I mean, just as an example, I mean, this was years ago. I had somebody come on and we were kind of bantering back and forth before the interview. And again, I'm not going to name names or companies or anything like that, but the person uh, came on the show and we hit it off and went, and I thought I was thinking, gosh, this is going to be a great interview. This person really has a, a great personality and really shines and the camera's really good and all that, all that stuff. And then once the interview started, that person started reading from a script and I went, Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, don't do that. And the, and the interview just was just kind of went down in flames. And I was went, oh, I was, I just felt so bad. I felt so bad for the person as well. So uh, yeah. So just, yeah, come on and be yourself and share, share your expertise. And again, it's your time to shine and, and really have fun with it. So of the guests, sorry to derail my, my script. I have to get back no to my worries. script because this is a very serious conversation. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> is there someone you've never interviewed, right? So maybe they're they're around, but you've just never gotten on their calendar or vice versa. And 
someone in the credit union industry that you'd like to interview, but you haven't for one of your shows, any reason, for whatever reason. How about Mike Neal? How about him? Hey, how about that? Right? That's my chief. Never had him on. Mike Neal has never been on the CU broadcast. I know. To the best of my knowledge, to the best of my recollection, yes. And yet I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So, (laughs) but I don't think Mike's been on. So Uh, I would love to have Mike on. See, we'll have to find that away. Yeah. Mike Neal, a founder of Service Star. Exactly. Yeah. Back uh, over 20 years. Listen to uh, coincidentally, I just listened to uh, Todd Marksberry's in the room with Todd Marksberry, his podcast, yeah. and I just stumbled across Mike's uh, interview with Todd, and it was a total blast. I loved listening to that one, so uh, I was like, "Wow, let's have Mike on." But I've, you know, I haven't had Kyle Hopman on yet from the NCOA. Love to have him on because I, I really enjoy you know that group's right now their forward thinking right now i really it's very refreshing to see what uh, what steps they're taking for the industry so uh so uh, yeah so i'd like to have him on so but yeah i mean i'm sure i think i've pretty much interviewed almost i don't want to say everybody but the people uh, who worked are like, wait a second, Mike. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been on, I'm more than happy to have you on and share your message. And and we're all about, you know, how can we improve the industry? That's kind of our our mission. Is you know, let's provide a positive message that can help improve the industry, whether it's through technology, through leadership, through operations, through lending, what have you. Or if you got something to share that will help out another credit union or help out another leader or something like that come on, let's share it. Let's get it out there. And, and uh, yeah, sharing is caring as I see. And so you have over 20 years of this broadcasting experience, of course, 12 here on the CU broadcast, give or take proudest moment you've had overcome. Is there one? Having people acknowledge what, you know, what we're doing here is, is a positive thing for the industry. That's, that's, I guess, a pretty proud moment. And, you know, when you are, Oh gosh, you know, maybe we are making a dent here, you know, maybe we are doing some good, some good things here for the industry. I think that's a, a pretty proud moment. Cause you know, when I first started C broadcast, it was all, everything was online. All the interviews were online, just like the, you know, the zoom format that we have today. That's what we, that's what I was doing, you know, 12 years ago. And halfway through that, I started the studio lounge where I would go to conferences and set up a little makeshift mobile studio there with a backdrop and some lights and a camera and a mic and invite people in to do to, to, to do interviews on site. And that's been so much fun. But the other, the other part of the other positive aspect of that is that you get people walking up to you at a conference and going, oh my gosh, I really enjoyed that interview that you did with so-and-so the other day. We got so much from that. We're going to implement this, this practice, or we, you know, I saw that interview or, or or just a a simple thank you that people say, Hey, you know, we really appreciate what you're doing for the industry. That I guess to me is a really proud moment that again, that, Hey, you know what, we're making a little bit of an impact here. We're making a little dent here. Uh, and doing something positive for folks out there and hopefully propelling this industry to new heights. Where can listeners find you? Uh, obviously, CU Broadcast, cubroadcast.com. Uh, email is mike at cubroadcast.com. And then you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Twitter, Twitter's at CU Broadcast. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Where else can you find me? We'll put all of those too in the description. Yeah, the put all that stuff in there. Show notes. Um, YouTube, I guess, but, uh, that's just video stuff. So yeah. So yeah, just go to the website. All my contact info is there. Give me a yeah, shout. We'll make sure at least to broadcast 
Yeah. Letter C, letter U, right? Yeah, or if I'm at a conference, feel free to come up and and chat with me, you know. So yeah, I'm always open to talking and stuff like that. So yeah. Especially if they know what you know the D stands for, right? As you if you know what the D stands for, oh gosh. I don't know if I should have uh, let that one out of the bag. <laughs> hey, you know, the, the dozens of listeners that are gonna hear this, right? Oh, gosh. Uh, so we have that, but goofball. For me, like truly that I didn't know a lot about you, but I knew you, right? And that's what I wanted to get out of today. Okay. Even okay. just the opportunity for others to know Mike more than the man behind the mic <laughs> asking questions. Ooh, the man behind the mic. Wow. Oh, that's kind of a double wow. there too. Mike, the man behind the mic. And uh, but I, I wanted opportunities for people to to get to know you. And I think you're an open, transparent person. Well, and it's not for fear that you weren't going to share it. It's maybe you just didn't even have an outlet to share that because you're asking others about themselves. So yeah, this is you- really that opened of, I know Mike's got five kids. He's two of them <laughs> are, are twins. He likes to spend some time with his wife, Michelle. He lives in San Diego, he lived in Texas, North Carolina. Like I've learned so many things just by enjoying this conversation. I didn't- oh. Well, happy to share, sir. And, and thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me on. Oh my gosh, I'm honored. So I mean, still I still kind of pinch myself sometimes of, of what's going on. So it's it's really a lot of fun. I mean, I really I don't think of this as work, even though it is work. But it's just so much fun talking to folks like you and interviewing really smart, cool people and learning a lot. And selfishly, for me, is that I learn so much from everybody, and it helps me ask better questions in the next interview. So so the knowledge that you guys provide on on my show, you know, not only helps our viewers, but it helps me ask better questions the next time around. So yeah, so it's it's you know that old cliche, it's a win-win for everybody. So yeah, so I really, I really, really enjoy it. This is it's a lot of fun for me to do this. So I'm really blessed to be where where I am right now. Thank you, Taylor Murray, for bringing us the man behind the mic. Mike Lawson, super excited to have him on the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. And thank you to the listener for subscribing to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We'll catch you next time.